Hey, what's up? You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show podcast. Thanks for checking it out, and make sure you subscribed. Hammer and Nigel. What the hell was that? It's called sending a message. I think it will be received loud and clear. On 93 WIBC. My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer is here, the coach, Dan Dockage from 107.5 The Fan and Outkick joining us live in studio. Let's start with the local media and the Colts because they were blowing sunshine up the Colts' butts all preseason. This is going to be a great team. This is going to be a great season. And then, you know, two weeks in, it's it's abysmal. Do you still talk to, like, Bob Kravitz or anybody like that? No. Okay. No. Um, and the reason I asked, I bring that up for a reason because I, I follow him on Twitter. Kravitz wrote, maybe I'm crazy. Maybe it's the lobotomy, but it's my fervent belief that the Colts uh, that are struggling will be just fine this season and will be in the hunt for the AFC South crown. Serious. Well, and got- Stephen Holder said kind of the same thing. And and so they're still blowing smoke here, coach. And I want to know if you're as optimistic as some of these other sports media writers about the Colts season. You know, I, I look at it the same way I looked at coaching. I don't determine my reaction to players when I coach. Players determine my reaction to players. They decide who plays. My reaction to the Colts isn't based on anything other than how they play. And to this point, they have played awful. I understand. Uh, let's put it this way. If the Colts Colts were in the AFC East, for example, with the Buffalo Bills and the Miami Dolphins and the Patriots. You'd think there's no hope on the season, but the season has hope because of how god-awful the AFC South <laughs> is. Unless unless maybe the Jaguars are that good. They got a chance this weekend. They're going into San Diego. Maybe there's going to be no Justin Herbert. A couple books have taken it off the board. The, the thought is that Justin Herbert may not be playing. We'll see. I just go by what I see, and I said this this year. I I said, look, the Colts are on a prove-it contract with me. I'm tired of all the media crap. I'm tired of listening to all these butt kissers uh, in the (laughs) sports media in India. I've had enough. I don't respect them. I, I, they've, I, and, and because I don't respect them, I got to talk about them and make fun of them damn near every day. As much as we have been, man, ripping on the Colts this past couple of weeks, they're a game out of first, yeah. and they haven't had a home game yet. Yeah. That's how bad the AFC South is. I'm telling you. If and, the and, AFC South were a movie, it'd be Caddyshack 2. No, then nothing's worse than Caddyshack 2, <laughs> oh, Hammer. But I'm awful. just, what I'm saying is this. Look, um, uh, Matt Ryan, everybody, well, he's an upgrade from Carson Wentz. Is he? Is he really? I mean, Carson Wentz looks like he's pretty good. The receivers, the Colts obviously didn't have two of their guys, but even when they had two of their guys, talking about Pierce and Pittman, how good were they in week one? They weren't. So, look, um, I'm disappointed in a couple of things. One, I look at the Tampa Bay Bucks and they just signed Cole Beasley as a slot receiver. What have the Colts done? You, know, you can sit there and say, well, we like our receiving room. That's great, but your receiving room, there's nothing to like to this point. Um, um, you can say the AFC South is going to open up, but I got, I'm going to tell you, uh, Titans look bad. Texans are bad. Jaguars might be good. Uh, and, and that gives you hope. But other than that, you tell me. Well, the the point was some of those guys I mentioned at the beginning of the segment was that, like, the fan base is angrier than I've ever seen him. And we've, you know, the Colts have started out one and four and one and five before, and they were just fine. And how, do you. What is just. See, here's the thing. This is what this is what drives me nuts. What is just fine? What What is good? In, in, in the time Chris Ballard's been here, they're 41, 42, and one. Now, I don't know what mediocrity is, but that sure sounds like <laughs> mediocrity. So what is just fine? Well, they had. Philip Rivers, they were 11-5 and five or whatever they were and lost in the first round. Haven't won this bad division in this regime's opportunity. Uh, didn't go to the playoffs last year. So you start out 1-5, and, and, I, and I, I know what you're saying. Uh, 
uh, Nigel, because I saw the same thing, and they have been just fine. What, <laughs> the standard used to be when Payne and those guys yeah. were here, win the division, get to the AFC South, or get to the AFC Championship game. Now it's like these guys here, – here's the thing you get with media, and you guys know this. When you've got guys that don't know jack squat, like the print media here in town knows nothing, and they keep selling you on a bill of goods, they're not all of a sudden going to say, hey, we were wrong. They're going to keep selling you yeah. until it, the, the the last dying breath. And that's all they're doing. I hope they're good enough. But what is – this is a proud organization. <laughs> what is just fine? Getting getting to the playoffs and the wild card in the worst division in the history of football? They give me gas. Before we get to the Chiefs game, we'll get your thoughts yeah. on the Colts and Chiefs. Uh, one more thing on what's not going well for the Colts. All the attention, it seems like all the ire is on the offensive side. But either Shaq Leonard is the most valuable player in the league <laughs> or this defense is underachieving, Coach. What is it? Well, it's 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 not Shaq Leonard's the best player in the history of the world. You talk to NFL guys, and they're like, yes, he's good. He forces turn. I tell you, he's been disappointed. This Ngakwe. I understand Ngakwe comes in here and, wow, look at his Twitter hand. Oh, he's so nice. Uh, a very smart football guy named Mike Lombardi told me, watching Ngakwe on the right side, off defense's right side, quarterback's left side, he always runs past the quarterback he just runs and and if you watch the game the other day I can't stop watching this it's driving me crazy uh he runs past because he's being blocked the blocker takes him beyond the quarterback steps up completes a pass uh Defoe DeForest Buckner who famously last year had a chance to lead and then the in the lineman uh group uh, before the last game against Jacksonville instead of saying yeah I'm playing he well I'm gonna, if my body lets me shut up yeah. like yeah. these these guys are the most overpaid overrated and don't even get me started on the offensive line. The highest paid offensive line. I'm <laughs> yeah. watching Derrick Henry go over the left guard of the Titans for a touchdown on Monday night football. That left guard cleared a hole uh, big as my head. You know what he's making? $895,000. You know what our left guard, who can't block me, is making? 20 freaking million. I got gas. What about you talk to the fans a lot on your show? You take a ton of phone calls. Is this the angriest you've seen the Colts fans in a long time compared think, to previous seasons? I think it's the angriest at the media. I do. I honestly oh, okay. believe that. But like yeah. guys are like, I'm so tired of these writers. Like they did a deep dive into Andrew Luck and didn't tell us why Andrew Luck quit. <laughs> right. I didn't. I, 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 Zach Kiefer. I'm doing a deep dive. Am well, I why a horrible quit? person because I'm done with Andrew I'm Luck? I'm done. Yeah. I don't want to hear about I'm him going done. back to school. Yeah, I don't, don't want to hear about all this other bull crap yeah. unless he's putting on number twelve for the I Colts. Don't I don't care. give a damn. Yeah, and he ain't any better than us. Does he use his <laughs> big words? Hey, I can use the word unequivocally. I'm fine right there. <laughs> All right, yeah. big boy, let's go. Colts, last time I saw, were anywhere from five and a half to a six-point home dog against the Kansas City Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes, historically, against that Gus Bradley defense, oh lights him up like a firework on the 4th of July. What are we doing I'm here? going total indie media. I got the Colts <laughs> winning 48 to nothing. Yeah! I'm not messing. I'm going Stephen Holder, Zach Keefe, and Greg Doyle. This is the greatest franchise in the history of the world. Go Colts! Yeah! 48 zip. They're going to miss an extra point. All right? It would be... I don't know. I, I Look, I'm not betting. I'm not taking the Colts. I'll tell you that much. I'm not taking the Colts. And, and the points, I, there's not – look, again, prove it. Pro, they have proved nothing 
Other than I did think they played pretty well defensively second half, but right now it's at five and a half on what I'm looking at. I am not touching it. I think they'll play okay, but I don't want to touch that. Twice last year, because again, Gus Bradley, the defensive coordinator, was with the Raiders last year. In two games against Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes put up a 40-burger each time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, how'd that go for everybody? We excited about that? And last I saw, I think Gus Bradley was on Twitter talking about, uh, at least he was interviewed, talking about how well his two-high scheme did against Patrick Mahomes. What, you held him to 40, some not 50? Good for you. They had 41 and 48 last year. Look, I'm telling you, maybe other cities do this. All right. Maybe everybody has has followed the great Joe Biden and just talks <laughs> and we're going to talk it into existence. That's all we do here. That's all we do here. All we do here is tell you how great we are. Gus Bradley, yeah, my, my defense was really good against him. No, they averaged 41 and a half points. <laughs> Stop it, stupid. <laughs> uh, the coach, Dan Dockich, with us from 107.5 The Fan and OutKick. Has a great program on OutKick. Uh, we got a college football slate this mm-hmm. weekend. You've got all the major local squads in action. Any of these games do anything for you? Oh, the local ones, yeah, the road to the next. National championship in college football runs through Bloomington. Nippert Stadium this weekend, Indiana. My team is Syracuse. My stepson, Jared's sitting right here, and he's a Syracuse guy. I'm all in on the Cuse. I got to tell you, though, there's some money to be made. I'm going to give you two games that I absolutely love. I am taking USC minus five and a half against Oregon State like it's my freaking job. Gave that out last uh, night, too, really? baby. Very nice. And then I'm taking Oklahoma minus 12 and a half against a Kansas State team that got belly whomped by uh, Tulane. I'm taking those two my toes are tapping i hit three bets last night i paid for my wife's uh birthday the other day just simply by betting it is a mortgage pay your mortgage weekend not a DoorDash weekend and you owe me a six pack and you paid it up which i liked the coach dan docket thank you thank you be sure to catch us every weekday three to seven on 93 wibc or subscribe and get it right to your phone